So I says to the guy, What do you say? Sorry, did I just step on your toes? No, it's fine. What do you say? So I says to the guy. Yeah. I says. You shove him first or do you just walk up to him? Well, we're mid-conversation. I know, but you didn't tell me that detail. Well, that's just how it goes, of course. Okay. We've had a, we've been talking about it before this started, duh. Uh, uh, so I says to the guy, I says, hey man, I was just motorboating you. And he, and what's he say in response to that? He says, get your head off of my titties, bitch. <laughs> Welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast. I am Rat Tat 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 Michelle. And I'm Rat Tat Sam. You're a mouse. I was going to come in and do this. It's podcasting time. It's podcasting time. It's podcasting time. It's podcasting time. We're going to talk about music. We're going to talk about music. Talk about female music. Strictly female music. Female music. Gross, yeah, gross, yeah, gross. Yeah. Bleed, bleed, bleed. <laughs> Hello, Dracul. How are you today? That's not the only thing As that makes us women. Bleeding? The ability to bear children and the fact that we have to bleed. Bleed, bleed. I Let me get real transgender. Uh, on you. What do you define a woman as? None of your goddamn business. I don't business. care. That was a fake thing. I do not care. I, I honestly also don't really care. Don't care, yeah. I'll call you whatever you want to be called. I might forget to, but I'll try. I try to say hello. What's your name? I this is your name. I might stumble. stumble. <laughs> Macy Gray. But I promise I will try. You have to give me some time. Oh, I thought you were going to say some pie. I would have. I'm a pie guy. I don't like you pie. Don't like I pie. don't like pie, but it's great in a rhyme. It fits in a lot of rhymes. How you feeling on this Monday evening? I feel like I just scratched the shit out of my face to try and get the white flaky stuff off of the psoriasis that I believe is developing on my face. Uh, oh, it's been there. Yes, but uh, I wanted to get the white crustiness off of it, and I think I just irritated it more, yeah. as they say will happen. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. It sucks. I don't have a fucking dermatologist. I've never been to a dermatologist before. Have you ever been to a dermatologist? Yes. What do they do? They just look at it and go, oh, it's this? No. Or are they going to, like, feel me? But do you have... I've never had psoriasis, so feel you. Yeah, I want him to feel it. I want him to, like, scrape samples off of it with a scalpel. Sorry. With a scalpel. Well, then maybe they will. Or I'll just go... I, I assume they can look at it and be like, yeah, we see this all the time. It's psoriasis. Get the fuck out of or here. Or it's ringworm. It's not ringworm. I got the worm. Probably, <laughs> but it's not ringworm. <laughs> Big worm from Friday. Oh, what was that catatonic use video that I was watching? I actually couldn't watch it without going on stage. Just oh. kept putting like earthworms yeah. in his mouth and un- other people's mouths. Yeah. And I uh, started gagging. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. Maybe it's a devil thing. Maybe it's like a corpse thing. Or maybe he's like, the future of protein is worms. People say that about crickets and being stuff. Yeah. the future of protein. I would... I understand it, and I accept that that is probably a very viable source, but 
I'm never, ever going to be able to eat like a bowl of crickets. Ever. What about so, with some like sugar on top no, and some miak well, in the, the bottom? I don't want sugar on top of my cereal, so we're canceling that out. You don't anyway. want frosted flakes. You don't want uh, sweetened. I meant the extra cereal. sugar on top. When you see like old uh, cereal commercials and they add like a scoop of sugar, Fuck yeah. on top. Oh no! Oh yeah, no, baby. That's no, what you do no, to Cheerios. No. That's how you eat Cheerios. <laughs> the thing that's supposed to be good for your heart. It still is with sugar. Yeah, <laughs> especially when you scrape the bottom and you yeah. have like a bunch of sugar. Oh, and God. then you, <laughs> you like a sugar milk paste. And then you, it's not. A, I mean, there's still milk. It doesn't like come together. Come together. Into a base. <laughs> in my mouth. So carry on. I need to know. Is it just like unsoaked in sugar that you're just then you slamming into? Oh, God. <laughs> you chew the sugar. Which I should. You chew the sugar. I mean, I eat fun dips like a motherfucker. What's the real difference? There is none. It's just that one is soaked in sugar <laughs> and one is not. Granted, I haven't done this in, I don't know, years probably at this point because I usually just buy sugar. I mean, I'm sorry. I buy cereal that's already covered in sugar. I was going to say, the cereal, I mean, my, one of my favorite cereals is fucking Fruity Pebbles. That's sugary as shit, right? I like sugary stuff and uh, I also like like Raisin Bran and I think you do too. I love some Raisin Bran, but I think they throw some sugar in that shit too. I like some Frosted Mini Wheat. The yep. stuff tears yep. your mouth up. I prefer regular mini wheats. And just... you be why? I don't know. I like bland it tastes shit. like a carpet. I like bland shit, and I like flavor, as long as it's not mustard or mayonnaise or you don't like ointments on your foods. Ointments, correct. I don't so... like I don't like salves on my food. That's correct. <laughs> no moisturizers for me. Well, not me because I love moisturizers. You're a moisturizing lady. Mm-hmm. Give me on my skin and in my throat. Now, welcome to a Couple of Critics Podcast. I don't know what supposed to mean. And uh, <laughs> and uh, well, everything that goes down into my stomach has to pass through my throat. True. Throw it down my pie hole. Go out that butt. The good, 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 good. That's how it sounds when it comes out too. <laughs> I have a very unhealthy shit. It, it just comes out in really oh, hard pebbles. I, but speaking of which, <laughs> I think I need to start doing fiber supplements because all of my shits now are just like diarrhea quality <laughs> of consistency. It may not come out like that, but when you look in the toilet, you're like, oh, nothing is together. So. You, you, you don't experience lettuce shits, do you? No, I never ingest lettuce. Oh man, when we had dinner the other night and I had arugula <laughs> on my sandwich, <laughs> yeah, I had arugula in the toilet after. Oh my god, Ugh. it that's, that's so weird. So there's just like sh- a lot of a lettuce, lettuce with shit on it. A lot of lettuce <laughs> doesn't really break down; it just kind of wilts. And it goes through your body quickly because your no, body can't really break it down very well. I guess there's no nutritious, nu- so, nutritious value to lettuce, right? Well, just leafy things in general. They just pass through you quickly, oh. typically. So uh, they come out still very leafy in the toilet. I'm, I'm not saying anything to anyone out there who, to me who eats well. Everyone knows so, what I'm talking about. We've I've all got... seen, we've all seen <laughs> lettuce in the toilet. All of us have, except for you, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I have not. Have Have you ever wiped your ass, looked at the toilet paper, and, and there, there was, was a, a leaf? Of, yeah, yeah, I have. I absolutely have. 
I love that. That's so Welcome gross. Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> <I'll> leafy poo. <laughs> All right. So, you want to deal with the reason we're here today? Uh, yeah. Let's, All right. Well, I mean, part of the reason is also to, you know, be chatty and show, our, and show our personalities because we are a couple of people. Not only do we ha- give opinions on things, but we also talk about our poop. We do. And our lives, which is poop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready to do this? My wife. You're negative. My wife. The boar, boar adage? I was going to say oh, boar adage. you just calling me a boar. <laughs> I was like, yep, that's me. <laughs> Fucking boar. I'll sit in the show. All shelf. right, ladies and gentlemen, the reason we are gathered here today is we are listening to an album together and we are going to discuss it. What album is that, you ask? The album is The Runaways by The Runaways, <laughs> which came out June 1st, 19. 19- 76 ladies and gentlemen that's right <clears throat> i hit that on purpose by the way because okay. these young teenage girls are runaways you in danger girl they, they're probably in danger girl i agree they probably are in danger girl are you ready my wife here we go first song cherry bum talk about this album to me all right, came out June first, nineteen seventy-six. Joe Jet. Oh, really? You didn't know that? No. Oh, yes, yes. I don't know yes. anything about the Runaways except that there's a movie that Kristen Stewart was in, and that's all I know. I never saw it or anything. Yeah, I don't care I've about it. I've never seen it but... either. I didn't do any research into that movie or anything. Yes. Yeah, so Joan Jet, rhythm guitar, lead vocals, which she shares lead vocals with a lady named. Sherry Curry or Sherry Curry. I don't know which one. I apologize out there who do know. Uh, Sandy West on drums, who I've, I've heard of that name before. Uh, and Jackie Fox on bass. Uh, but another notable name in here that plays lead guitar, Lita Ford. Ah. So this is Lita Ford in uh, Joan Jett's like, first breakout band. That's rock and roll chicks. I looked at the cover, or I looked up the runaways, and I was like, is that fucking Lita Ford? And no shit it was. Look at old Lita Ford looking like wearing like country Oh, young attire. Lita Ford. Yeah. She looks like a rock and roller. She looks like a Lemmy rock and roller mm. to me. And Joan Jett is glammy looking, which is like a reason this band breaks up eventually is because Joan Jett wants to go more glam and punk. And uh, Lita Ford wants to go more heavy metal, which they both do that respectively. You know what I mean? Like Lita Ford goes metal. Fucking Joan Jett does her Joan Jett thing. Does she go punk? She's always been regarded as like a rock and roll punk girl. Yeah. She's got like the punk rock attitude. Yeah, I guess I love rock and roll. I did have a punk attitude to it. I guess no, I never thought about it that way. And I think this song has a fucking punk attitude to it as well. And that makes more sense as teenagers. You have more to be mad about because you don't understand anything. <laughs> and anger is an easy emotion. Teenagers fucking nailed it. I found out these these girls were like 16 when this was all going on. Yeah, so listening to this before learning that put some things into perspective because I had never listened to this. I am aware of that song and only that song. Yeah, and I believe last before this. podcast you said you actually liked that song. I do like that song. Cool, cool. Uh, I like that song too. It's got a nice drive to it. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Your perceptions changed or your because they were young? Uh, I think 
the writing is very simplistic. Oh, yeah. So I think it made more sense that it wasn't grown women. It kind of gave them more, uh, a little more respect because you have to start somewhere. And this seemed, is this a debut album? Yes, debut album. So, yeah, it, it kind of makes sense that it's more of a starter. Do you know how long they lasted? 1975 to 1979. Uh, they not do not long. last long. They put out a handful of albums, though. They get four albums out in that time, which, you know, was kind of like the thing yeah. then to hammer out stuff, especially if you're writing, as you said, kind of not, I don't want to say laid back, but like standard rock and roll songs that have already been kind of laid out. I'm not saying they're not doing anything that's like not progressive because this is coming out at the same time as like Kiss and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't think they're doing anything to me that really stands out just that they're young girls doing it but they're not inventing anything they're not starting anything new i think they're inventing an attitude that shows that women can be this kind of rock and roll as well so women hadn't been popular like this yet not in this genre not in this like attitude okay so i didn't sure this attitude i guess i didn't realize that yet well, I, I watched some live video, and you can tell, like, the lead girl, that Sherry or Cherry Curry, I don't know which one. It's probably Sherry. Um, she like, has a lot of Bowie-isms, and just, you can tell that they all had, like, these male rock and roll heroes. And they're bringing that rock and roll bravado, which is appreciated, mm-hmm. to rock and roll, which is weird because, like, it's almost like in rock and roll and even in, like, horror movies and any like action movies. Yeah. The idea of being like a cool girl is like, Oh, you're like a guy. <laughs> so it's like got this little bit of sexism to it still, no matter how you go about it. But it doesn't at the same time, because I think these girls truly were like, no, this rock and roll and this attitude speaks to me. I don't want to be a little fucking like prissy girl. Yeah. I want to go out there and get fucked up with the boys and, you know, later get sexually assaulted, which we'll talk about eventually. Yeesh. But yeesh indeed. We're going to move on with the second song. By the way, this will probably be a short episode. This album is not very long. And uh, you're not going to get any complaints from the wife and I tonight on that one. No, <laughs> you guys deserve a short episode. You have a long day ahead of yeah, you. You do. All right. Second song, You Drive Me Wild. Just some blues riffs. For me, this whole time this album played, you can tell that they are just, and I mean, I'm guilty of this, and a lot of bands are guilty of this. I'm not saying this in any negative way. You can tell they literally were just like, I want to write a song in this vein of this guy that I listen to, or this band that I listen to. You know what I mean? Like, this song is going to be the blues rock and roll song. It's just like a total sleaze bar blues song that has been written a bunch of times. But it's their take on it this time. And I think the woman, the girl sound, helps in this give it a different angle. as not just to be a standard blues song, which could get boring, even though it does get kind of boring. Do you have any idea who they were influenced by? All sorts of people, I think. There's parts on here where there's like, it sounds just like old blues guys, and then there's parts where it sounds like Bowie to me, and then there's parts where it sounds like a little bit of Kiss. So... Interesting you say that because I just Googled that and there's a website that has a list of people who it says that they were influenced by and David Bowie is the first one. I am not surprised. I watched that video and she was <laughs> looked like Bowie as a girl. 
T-Rex, Aerosmith. Ah, T-Rex. That's where the glam shit comes in. Well, it could also be from Gary Glitter. Oh, is that an influence? That's what it says. Do they also look at child pornography? Is that the influence from Gary Glitter as well? Gary. (sighs) I'm going to take a big stand here, Michelle, and say I'm against Gary Glitter's pedophilia problem. No, you're allowed to have that opinion. Everyone's allowed to believe what they want to believe. I know I'm stepping out on a ledge here. Well, don't step on the grass, Sam. I won't. That's where the dogs poop. (laughs) You seem pretty proud of that one. No, I hate myself. So I want to know, I can't ask you why you chose this, but I really want to know how this came about because I've never heard you mention them. I'm not saying that... You don't enjoy them, but I have you. Did you listen to an album before the podcast? No, I was only familiar with Cherry Bomb, and it came up. I don't even. It didn't come up on like anything I was listening to. I don't remember how I saw the name because I didn't hear the song. I just saw it somewhere, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that song." And then my brain clicked. Hey, I can pretend to not hate women for an episode. Well, I can take advantage because I've never given anything that featured a woman except for like Ruth Underwood playing the. Like, but you have on. So, I can't think of one. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I can't either. But. I literally don't think I've ever even one that has like plays an instrument besides Ruth Underwood from Zappa. Except for when you've been forced to choose like a country. A uh, female band, I'm not, I'm not a country group from the '90s or something like yeah. that. So, kind of narrows you down there. So it was kind of this idea of where I've sensed and I've heard that the Runaways were like important for some people, especially bands like L7 and, and like female rock groups that were uh, needed like the fir- the big flag. You know, at first, uh, hold up the flag that we can do this too. It's truly, I know people really hate on that now as far as uh, representation and such, but it really does help to see that someone can do it and has done it and that it's something that you can do. Not everyone is a pioneer. Yeah. Most people are not pioneers. And most people that complain about that thing where it's like, what you just said, I don't know how you said it. Just different things, but. Uh, You said like we're. You influence, you see, uh, I don't know how you said it. it. It's mostly white guys that are like, why are you shoving this in my entertainment? And it's like, yeah, well, that's been you for 90 fucking years now. And you that's who you've looked up to. And you've been told you can do things. So step aside, white guy. It's not your turn anymore. Step aside. <laughs> By the way, it's still 80% white guys. <laughs> Yeah, everywhere. Even though Asians are actually Asians, the highest population on the earth. Yeah. Step aside, my friends. We've been doing it for years. I loved it. I'm going to move on. Is it day or night? I don't know. Ah, kiss riff. You hear it? I don't know if you know enough kiss, but... To me, that sounds like such a old, early Kiss riff. Why just Kiss though? Why this I just kind of sounds like a standard riff I, to me? I think it's almost literally a Kiss riff. That's why. Maybe when Tom Jeffries hears this episode or Anne Marie, they could tell me it's because it sounds exactly like this song. You're much more open to uh, people's 
uh, comments. Oh, if I don't know the answer and I ask for it, other than that, I'm fine. You cannot, you cannot say. <laughs> it's just interesting the amount of oh, people who I've, have who I've, have reached out yeah. to me with uh, things about Star, Star Wars, Wars that I promise you, <laughs> I don't fucking care. The funniest part of that too is when people are like, "Now I know you don't want to hear it, but," <laughs> and then they'll like tell you something. You're just like. And you're just it's taking so much to hang on to this right now <laughs> because I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. <laughs> but like I said to you, the door was closed as soon as the episode was done being recorded. <laughs> I was fucking done with that for the rest of my life. I can say I've seen a Star Wars movie and that's yeah. all I need. And then when we eventually do Empire Strikes Back, you'll be back in for that one window. <laughs> Lovely. Yep. You gotta watch Irvin Kirshner's classic. Irvin Kirshner. No? Is that a big no? Lovely hair today, by the way. I don't have a say in these things. <laughs> uh, I'm sick. I need to just scrap an entire episode. That's what I'll do. I'm too I'm too sick to to talk about Star Wars. <laughs> Just that topic. I can't do this again. We'll have to skip this one episode and go to the next. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I, I'd like to know what's your opinion on the runway so far. Is it just kind of like bland rock and roll to you? Is nothing special? It's bland to me. It's not my style. Uh, I mean, kudos to them, I guess. But like I said, I also don't feel like there's there's nothing intricate happening. I don't really understand what's being said a lot of the time. And I didn't read into yeah. what the lyrics are. So maybe I would know more of what's going on and have an opinion from that angle. But I don't. Um, it's not bad. I don't hate it. I don't even necessarily dislike it. It's just it exists in the world that I'm in. And it, I would listen to it over all kinds of things that I don't like, but I don't necessarily really like it, I guess. Yeah. Like, it's fine, but I still like Cherry Bomb. There's nothing pulling you in and grabbing you in. There's nothing. No. And I've never really honestly cared about Joan Jett I, or I really Lita either. Ford, I haven't for sure. either. I haven't either. I just thought it was interesting. Like, oh, okay, this is the start. And, oh, they, and then they look, do Look, ladies not... doing it too, but I don't give a shit. And they don't... Uh really get along right now it's also not the st- i don't like other music like that it's not like i like other artists that sound similar to that or are from that era that do that kind of style of music You're right but i just don't listen to those artists i'm not into like that 80s rock this is not your rock and roll even though this is 1976 it's not 80s rock um, well i mean i meant like later when i'm talking about them more specifically because i've not had much exposure to any of them really but especially not the runaways i don't really you don't really hear about the runaways but you hear you i mean joan jett oh, i've yeah. heard that name a, a hundred thousand times in my fucking life uh, the runaways kind of got popular in america after the fact almost after they were done runaways were fucking huge in japan apparently like beatles hysteria weird over them in japan i don't know why but like they even did a live in japan uh album i don't get album. it but i love it when that happens to people that they're like yeah we don't get shit over here but when we go to japan 
we cannot walk down the street. Like, what? I've never heard of you. That happens a lot, though. I love that that exists. It's interesting. I wonder how that gets pushed. I don't know. How things get exposed and sent specifically to different markets and different things, or I don't, I don't know how that works. How things just because it, it almost seems like I, I, I wonder if there's more push in areas that they think that it might be liked in more I, I in ass- some countries. I assume, but I don't know. It's so weird that things can take off in different places, like Hasselhoff being popular in Germany. Like, how the fuck does that happen? Like, how is there not... Because he looks like a Nazi? I can understand this band getting some following because he looks like a Nazi. Uh, I understand this band getting some following, but... uh, I wonder if Japan loved T-Rex and bands like that that had this kind of deep purple... Do you like Deep Purple at all? We did Deep Purple. I enjoyed it. Yeah, this is almost like a uh, not as good Deep Purple to me with some T-Rex in there. I don't know, it just seems like a mishmash of everything they liked and threw it onto one album. Anyway, next song, Thunder! Mishmash runaways in a bath. Which is what, it's what every artist does, especially on their first album. Most, I'm going to say 98% of artists. Your first album is like, yeah, I took my like top 20 favorite bands and I just ripped them off and put it all into one fucking thing. And somehow it made some sound that wasn't recognizable. <laughs> they just have such an unpolished garage band sound still, which has it carries over into a, like a bar sound. But I think yeah, it does. It it also just has they sound young, even though it, I didn't know that they were underage. I just assumed they were like early twenties or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. like only have been an adult for a few years. Uh, but I, 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 there's just still something that seems underdeveloped, that sounds underdeveloped. Uh, and I think that's the appeal that this album has for me, because I'm not huge into the songs themselves, but there's something about the sound and the feel that I do enjoy very, very much. It's got the this... devil! <laughs> I think that part's so corny, but I love it. <laughs> and you could be my something devil! Like, yeah, yeah, can you're right. No, Arr. you got boner for little girl Sam. No, no, she's wanting it though. You heard her. She wants me to be the devil. Look at the way she was dressed. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no, but when we walked by those lesbians making out the other day, that was hilarious. <laughs> I said something to you. You were yeah, because you were like whatever, and I was like, grow up. <laughs> Because the whole, I mean, because honestly, I'm just like PDA is fucking gross and it makes me uncomfortable no matter who it is. So I just don't want to look at it. It's not like, ew, whatever. Because, like, it's fine. Those people love each other. Like, good for them. But that moment at least. But the fact to stand in the middle of a way where people are coming out of a comedy club and uh, there's like traffic picking up and you're just expecting people to walk around you. Yeah, fuck off. Yeah, you're right. But to them, Remember when we embraced each other in the cobblestone streets? That's their moment. Yeah. And that that guy walked by. And that guy (laughs) was gay. And that guy walked by and he said, hey, what we got going on here? (laughs) Or something to that effect. I don't remember what it was. I said it specifically to make you laugh. 
and to hopefully get everybody in a party. <laughs> Make sure everybody has wet tushies as they walk to their cars. Everybody. We're going to do one more song. It's called Rock and Roll. According to these ladies, it's all right. It's all right. Uh, you're right. Lyrics are pretty like sixteen year old girl. <laughs> but I think they had a producer that was helping him write shit. Like the producer on this album, he did that fucking one song. That the guy's buttholes going in and out on during Pink Flamingos. Mm-hmm. Everyone needed to know that information. Okay, now this sounds like in the city. Bach and Turner Owner Drive, right? Oh, it's, oh, really? I didn't. Okay, oh, and I hear what you're saying, but I guess the tone, like the drum tone, I was uh, hearing something different, but I can't hear it now that you said that. I can only hear that song. <laughs> I will say this. I've never liked really any song that's ever like, let's talk about the genre of music that we play. Rock and roll. It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. No, it saved their lives, Michelle. They Was said this it in a the single? song. I don't think so. I don't know what singles were on this. Anything on. other than Cherry Bomb? Oh, oh, nope. Just Cherry Bomb in 76. <clears throat> No. Comparing, let's see. Remember the comparing the band's music to material by Led Zeppelin and Aerosmith. Yeah, Aerosmith was listed on one of the influences of I theirs. Get, I get no Zeppelin out of this. I get, I get that the, they not personally. I, I would bet that they all probably liked Led Zeppelin, mm-hmm. but I don't hear any Zeppelin in this. No. Do you hear Aerosmith in this? I'm not very like familiar with Smith of Aeros. No, but I understand how maybe some of the glam could also come from them because Steven Tyler had, he has a very specific attitude. Specific attitude. And 70s and 60s glam is so much different than 80s glam. You know what I mean? 80s glam is like 80s metal. And it's disgusting. (laughs) But 60s and 70s glam is like David Bowie. Mm-hmm. And it looks like artistic. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, yeah, I agree. Whereas the Sunset Glam, Sunset Boulevard Glam of 80s just it's seems scuzzy. like trashy and don't want anything to do with it. Whereas I'll hang out in a dress all night with David Bowie <laughs> if the chance does arise. Well, you'd first have to arise him. Is he bisexual? I believe so. He wasn't strictly gay. No, he was married to... <laughs> Iman, which is spelled I man. <laughs> That's funny. Oh boy. But he was one of those dudes who was kinda like, Well, if I love somebody and I'm in the moment. Wasn't there the whole I'll thing? Put a that dick he in my and, mouth. Yeah, that he and Mick Jagger put dicks in each, each other's, other's mouths. mouths. I think something like that happened. I think they and sword think fought this, each other's mouths. I, <laughs> I think back then, too, people were just kind of like more floaty. You know what I mean? Fluid. I think Whatever people are fluid dude. now. It's just uh, it's just being forced in everyone's face now. Oh, get it out of my face. This thing that's existed for years. And it's not actually happening like that. 
Get it out of my face. It's not like you turn on a show on ABC at 8 p.m. And, <laughs> and suddenly someone's getting a sex change. And no, that shit's done. It's, yeah, whatever. And if it does, you don't see or, or anything. It's just it's adults talking to kids and being like, you know, this, there are a lot of things in life that you may not understand. But the least you can do is be respectful. No! Oh, man's wearing a dress and it looks good. Oh, my God, this wig. Hey, you're wigless. It itches my Every head. time you try a wig, it just ends up, it's, you're just like, fuck this thing. It's Get be- off of my scalp. I think wigs are more comfortable when you have something. Uh, a barrier for, between? For the wig to kind of hold on to. Otherwise, mm. the wig just like, it's Hangs very out. uncomfortable on the head. Not gotcha. a fan. All right. Were you ready for a break, my dear? I am. All right. Oh, we're going out to break. Testing out a song from their last studio album in 1978, I think. Yep, 1978. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. I want to hear the sound. I don't uh, know, know which one. Let's. I'm going to ask you what you want to hear. Out, out of these songs, tell me which one you want me to play. My buddy and me. No way. My buddy and me is what it's called. This is going to suck. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Me and my buddy and me. Almost sounds like Devo a little bit. I have no idea what is being said ever. My buddy and me was so crazy. All right, we'll be back. We're going to look up every lyric of every Runaway song, and then we're going to come back. Got it? Ready for this? I'm not doing this. All right. Well, guess I will. Have fun. Have fun. Have fun. Please come back. I'm sorry. This is playing. (laughs) You and I, well. Looks like we're to celebrate an all-American classic. Ramen noodles. What is the one product that was always there? No matter how depressingly low your bank account was. Ramen noodles. What is the main currency in jails and Prisons that is so sought after that adults will fight in the showers out of view of the cameras. Ramen noodles. Boil some water on the stove top or microwave those beauties. It don't matter. Those tasty little fuckers just want you to throw every bit of that little delicate seasoning of your choice from that weird foil pack all over those curves and waves that only a ramen noodle and Justin Timberlake's hair can achieve. Ramen fucking noodles! Go buy some. Yeah. This is like Lita Ford or some shit. Oh, you know it's my girl Lita. I don't know why I'm standing up. 
Feels better. Oh. Michelle, this is from Lita Ford's last studio album so far. Living Like a Runaway, 2012. Oh, yeah. This is the title track. Living Like a Runaway. I also would be. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember what the. That was just plum bad. That was just plum bad. And why can't I remember the other girl's name in the Runaways? Joan Jett. Joan Jett. I don't blame Joan Jett for not wanting to play that either. But what does she sound like now? Oh, oh good. Point. Good point. <laughs> well, hold on. I got to go to the Wikipedia. Why? Because C- that's when it tells me what her last studio album was. Sometimes this music app doesn't put things in order. So I got to do a little bit of research. Discography. All right. She put out an album in 2022? Okay, we're looking at for that, but if I can't find that. <clears throat> All right. Joan Jett. Albums. She was, I think she was on one of the Taylor Hawkins tribute things. What the fuck? I can't find a lot of Joan Jett stuff. Huh? Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Albums. Here we go. Change Up from 2022. What? This is all acoustic shit. Oh, fuck yourself. Okay. I'm so... Oh, we're going to listen to this from 2013, Unvarnished. Oh, I do not like the album cover. So it's just a year after the Lita Ford album. Yes, so yes, right around the same yeah, time, yeah. let's see what we That's get. exactly how we should have done it. You're right. Re- I'm going to play Reality Mentality. Look at the album cover. She's glamming it up. So far... Better. Yeah, it's all the way better already. I mean, I probably the lyrics are probably just as bad, but. Well, she was. Want to be a star? Will the floor of the bar? Humiliation becomes routine when you're playing out on your TV screen. Yeah, it's way better. Joan Jet wins on this one. Jet. She loves rock and roll, from what I've heard. So have, she has a reputation. And from what else also I've heard is that uh, there's a certain guy who likes Rocky Road. I'm talking about the ice cream. That's right. That's who I'm talking about. <laughs> That's who I am talking about. No. Do, 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 do. A little bitty weird out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're obviously back. We're still talking about the runways. Let's just get into this album. It's again with a song title that's what you and I are. Lovers. Uh, I better turn this up. Hot stuff. <laughs> I don't mind this beginning. No. There's a lot of it I don't mind. I want something bad and nice. It just doesn't. This could be a victim of I'm in 2023. And I've heard. I also don't like when say, someone says, I want hot love. Oh, I agree. But I think maybe in 1976, this could have gotten a better pass from me. 
than it does in 2023. Yeah, a lot of things are a victim of time. True, but a lot of there's a lot of things that aren't a victim of time that's, that still hold up. There's so things that are considered timeless. I think that's where this falls short, actually. Now that we're saying that, it doesn't feel timeless. I think it's fine for like 13 year olds. <laughs> I think that when well, when they're that old, they need girls probably younger than them looking up to them, because girls that are their age are looking up to actual adults. Maybe. Or they're just, at that time, they're just letting the man take over. Ah, make America great again. <laughs> I don't think you're going back far enough. We're talking in the 50s is when America was supposedly great. That's true. You're right. I got these 16-year-old girls. When things were segregated and uh, the white man was specifically on top and women couldn't vote and knew their place and stayed home. And make America great again. What time are you specifically talking about? When, uh, when women stayed at home and sucked my dick. January 22nd, 9.17 p.m., 1998 is what I'm specifically talking about. 1998? I'm just making up words. I, You're I, making up words? Yeah. Well, congratulations. Words. We made them up. You made up new words that no one has ever heard before. Oh, man. You know what else this album doesn't do? It never really rocks Hard enough. I agree. I think they could. I, I just want like an extra. I don't think that they have bite. it. The, everything is so simplistic and glammy. I think glammy is the word that I, is oh, a good yeah. word where it never wants to show like there's like an attitude, but there's not an edge. You know what I mean? I'm not. I'm never scared of any musician, but there's some musicians that I'm like, I, I ain't never like, scared like Iggy Pop. I feel like he would hit me with a bottle. You know or what I mean? he would backhand me with a microphone. Something. I think these girls would be like, we have attitude. Oh, I bumped into you. I'm sorry. Like a lot of people, like me too. I've got attitude, but if I bumped into you, oh, I'm sorry. I don't actually, I actually don't want to like be wild. I'd rather just go home and take a nap. But everything I listen to is wild, man. You wear overalls. I do wear overalls. Let's move on to the next. Saison American Nights In Saudi Arabian Days <laughs> Excuse me I think that's Joan Jett When it gets that more like Low voice But I could be completely wrong I have no fucking clue I know that she takes over for lead vocals eventually. People come in and out of this band. A girl gets raped. Um, you want you want to hear this? The rape story that I, I yeah, we always talk about inappropriate things. Not inappropriate. It's it, it's a need to know thing on this band. Had it happened before the first album? Um, you know what? I don't really know about that part. Teenage rape. It's a teenage rape. Her name was Jackie Fox. She was the bass player from 1977 to 75 to 77. Kim Fowley was the producer on this thing. He's also the guy that did the that I mentioned earlier. Six months after Kim Fowley's death in 2015, Fuchs, that was her real last name, uh, Jamie Fox. 
Is that right? Did I say Jackie Fox, not Jamie Fox. <laughs> now, I am not that, following at all. Right alleged that Fowley, this producer, raped her on New Year's Eve 1975 at a party following a runaway's performance at an Orange County club. 16 years old at the time, Fuchs was reportedly given quaaludes by a man she thought was a roadie, and while incapacitated, Fowley allegedly raped her in full view of a group of partygoers and her bandmates, Curie, West, and Jet. Ford was not present. Uh, and no one did anything? So apparently... Her last memory stated she saw Jet and Curry sitting off to the side of the room for part of the time, snickering during the rape. Jet has publicly denied witnessing the incident as described. While Curry said she spoke up against Fowley's actions and stormed out of the room when he refused to stop. So it's a really fucked up situation where people are like worried. I'm sh- Who fucking knows what was going on, but it was very inappropriate and Many people, it sounds like, could have stepped in and stopped this. And this Fally guy went on for years producing stuff and, like, making things that you've heard and working with people that you know. It's really upsetting that no one did anything and that there was a mentality of just, I don't want to get involved. Get involved? And I'm sure with uh, both the girls in the band, they're like, it's not right, I'm saying, and I'm not giving them an excuse, but they're thinking of themselves as, this is the producer. This is the guy that's getting us the shows. This is the guy that's getting us the money. This is the guy that was supposed to take care of us. And he ends up... It's fucking horrible. It's horrible, too, because it's like... She's 16. Like, rape is not okay at all, but she's 16, and you've been probably eyeballing her and grooming her this whole fucking time. And apparently... One of the members was already fired because she refused Fowley's sexual uh, advances. So this guy is just a fucking creep in general. Yeah, let's make America that again. <laughs> is This is what the guy looked like. He even fucking looks like a fucking turd. But he's dead now. So at least you got that. No. No. Because it doesn't sound like there was ever. He never had to pay for what he did. So fuck him. No, he didn't. And there's still, and it seems like the fucked up part is you'd think it's not Joan Jett and her saying like, oh, it didn't happen. It's not how she, it's not, she wasn't raped. They're, both of them were saying like, well, one's like, yeah, it happened, but I just left the room. And then uh, fucking Joan Jett's just saying it like, that didn't happen as described. So what's that even mean? Do you think your friend got raped? Do they think that she just fucked him in a room in front of everyone? I don't know. Who knows? It's, it's not a fun subject, but I felt like it had to be told since it's in there. Well, let's not talk about it again. <laughs> yeah, What's next? Right. Moving on to a song called Blackmail. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is the mo- one of the most racist songs I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Michelle, Please continue to play it. Michelle, would it help if I told you it nope. was spelled M-A-I-L? Nope. Okay. I know how to fucking read. <laughs> I, I would love to know why you feel that it's a racist song. <laughs> Not going to comment? 
She's talking shit about a black male. You wish you were never born. Black, black male. male. <laughs> At least she's not saying any bad words. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like I need to stress that it's the way it's spelled. I told you... <laughs> Sam, I never had a problem with reading comprehension. <laughs> okay, all right. All Spelling, right. always fine. Right. Never an issue. Gotcha. Gotcha. I thought you were going to say the beginning's got a good whale to it. Wow. I like a good whale. I don't like the movie The Whale, but I like a good whale. I don't like... Uh, I think the song's, like, fine, but I really just don't like to hear black male. <laughs> like, it just sounds bad. I don't know. In this day and age, every, like, uh, things scare me. Is. I don't care. It still sounds bad. It does no. Sounds bad. I don't care. Sounds bad to you. Mm-hmm, because I'm racist. That's, that's yeah, that's and I'm just your trying brain to stamping fight. that on there. I'm trying to fight the prejudice that is been uh, smashed in my brain from my grandfather every time he saw me just to pick at me because he thought it was hilarious. So now I have this underlying hatred of anyone who doesn't look like me. Which I know. Is most people. I know. People who are fit. People who don't pull their hair out. People who are smiling. I can be fine. I'm just unpleasant to look at these days. Uh, so yeah, this song. This song is another example of just this bowling alley blues sound will mm-hmm. just never do it for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like it's fine for them, but it's not my style. It, the the closest I listen to this kind of stuff is maybe like Johnny Winter things, and even Johnny Winter, I can only listen to a handful of songs, and I only like it as much as I do because of his guitar playing. So when there's not that appeal on there it doesn't really doesn't take off i f- also feel like people who are who listen to joan jett and lita ford yeah no offense to anyone who's gonna hear this because i'm gonna mean this in a different way than you're gonna take this <laughs> i bet those are the type of people who get excited when acdc comes on the radio yes i was literally thinking acdc about three minutes ago yeah. It's in the same world. It's in the same vein. You you do this when this kind of stuff comes up. Pump your fists. You throw, you break a fucking beer bottle over someone's head in a dirty bar. You salute your Confederate flag. <laughs> you say, I'm a rebel. Get off my lawn. That's not true. Uh, John Jen is not a Confederate soldier. <laughs> I, I completely agree with you. It's the same. She's a Buffalo soldier. I wish soldier. I could think of another artist that fits that same ACDC style. It's got that bar grime to it. I don't know how to explain it. It's just a grime. A grime I'm not happy with. Like I enjoy a grunge grime. I enjoy a death metal grime. I don't enjoy a... A Rick? Yeah, I liked a Rick grime in the first season when I gave a shit. I stopped watching when Rick Grimes disappeared from the show. When he flew off on a helicopter? When he was stolen. They, why was he stolen? Because he was wounded. And there was an explosion that happened. And uh, he got thrown. And then people came in a helicopter and took him away. And nobody knows why still. Uh, they're getting ready to make a TV show, I guess. I thought they were going to do a movie. They were going to do multiple movies and then it fell through and now they're going to do multiple spinoff shows. Because With Rick Grimes. 
one with him. So are they just going to call that one The Walking Dead? No, it's going to be Rashon. It's called Rashon? No, it's Rich. God damn it. Rick and Rashon? It's Rick and Michonne. Oh, Rashon. <laughs> uh, okay, sure. Let's, let's go on to the next song. Secrets. I didn't finish the show. I left that. You left it on the side of the road like a zombie corpse to rot for the rest of its life. Uh. Well, I was driving down the highway Flicking a cigarette at children Turning without using my signal And running over ladies Running over ladies this is, this is a tough I'm a tough chick Secrets. This is the The female equivalent of Big truck It's like women who are trying to sound tougher Than they are Bitch you're 16 years old Why, why do you think they're trying to what, do you, what sounds tough about that Yeah we're rough and tough And we're girls When did that tone ever happen uh, multiple right fucking times. I'm sorry you're not listening to the album that you gave me. I am. It just. Yeah, everyone is still sounding very clean. I was talking about the this band in general. Band Aid. <laughs> Stop looking at me like that. No, I want that to crash and burn like it deserves. <laughs> That's when it's like very adolescent. If we get caught, just deny it. (laughs) We've also both multiple times talked about how most spoken parts in songs are not enhancing the song. Agreed. Right next to sex sounds. Simulated sex sounds. Oh, I like that riff. I like that riff. It's not all bad, but, but they love Ryan Seacrest, <laughs> which you brought to my Ryan attention. Seacrest. No one loves Ryan Seacrest besides that guy that gets drunk with him and sucks his dick. <laughs> Wait, is he gay? <laughs> no, not publicly. He dates women, but there are all kinds of men who date women and also get their dick sucked by men secretly. Call it beards. He's just loving beating that table the whole time. It's just going to be like... Doo, doo, doo. It didn't sound like that. Sure. Why are you being so combative? I'm not being combative. <clears throat> I would disagree. Oh, this is just going to keep playing. Yeah, because you'd rather argue with me for no reason. I'm not arguing. I'm just bringing to attention that that might be making a big sound. This? Yeah, you're hitting the table. I'm hitting this book. Why, why, why? My name is Sam. I'm baby number two. My name is Sam. <laughs> baby number two. I'll, why, I'll, why, I'll why. let you know when I mix it. Who was right? And who was wrong? You're gonna listen to that part. You're right. <laughs> You're probably not gonna fix that flub from a while ago either. I was going to, but now I'm not because now you brought it to the attention. You didn't mark it or anything. You I would have seen it. I can look in the music track and see where that one little blurp is. But not anymore. 
Are you okay tonight? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you think I'm being combative. I'm just playing. You're being argumentative. I don't think I'm being argumentative either. I am now. <laughs> I'm going to cherry bomb. Why does bomb? it seem like there's a song missing on this? Or what? Did you what? move something around wrong? No, I didn't realize that it was considered one song. This is a seven minute long song that I thought was two songs. There's a seven minute long song? Yeah. By the way, this song at the beginning sounds like cha 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 cherry bomb the whole time. Oh, yeah, the last cherry song. bomb. So that's a whole new perspective I I now. I didn't realize that either. I think the beginning of the song is like the crime. <clears throat> and then, as we'll get to later in this song, it's like the incarceration. I actually thought on my uh, listen today that I didn't think that this part of the song was as bad because I thought that it was. Because also... it's Cherry Bomb? Yeah, that is. I mean, <laughs> but it wasn't as bad as that, like. Weird, like you said, that crime thing that they did. That's coming up here in a minute. Oh, did that ha- that hasn't happened yet? No, the whole like jail thing. Oh yeah. No, that's what ends this song. So I think this is the beginning is the offense, and then the second part is the incarceration. Okay, God, I guess I was just hoping that it happened and we talked over <laughs> it. And I didn't no, it's how it. the album ends in the most ridiculous fucking way, which Bail. people still don't know what we're talking about, but you will in a minute. <laughs> All right, girls, give it a scream. <laughs> Here we go. Very militant. Very. Yeah, Blondie. I do not enjoy what's going on in this she song. She could dance. The, yeah, the songwriting is ridiculous and doesn't make sense. Talking about someone dancing. I get it. I don't know what the fucking subject matter is. All I know is I just don't like the format of this section of the song, which I'm just now realizing, which we just found out is the second half of this song. But it's just something about it that seems like so fucking lame, and I don't know how to explain it. Like, it seems like an old song. It's like, what? Old Smokey on, on the CB radio. Do, 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 do. Just seems old and hokey and like Bonanza-ish. Yeah, like a military song. I just don't, don't like it. But she is good at playing the snare drum. I will give her that. Yeah, I, that <laughs> sounds fine. But I, just, I don't even like the vocals. Mm-mm, I don't even like this no. part. Nope. It doesn't fit either. None of it is cohesive. And and I don't understand why they tagged it on the end of what was clearly already a song. The song is for booger eaters. You know, kids. Was this just Was this just giving rock and roll rock and roll boy boners? Is that what was this, this was for? It gave rock and roll boners. Gave rock and roll boners. Gave rock and roll boners to everyone. Let me tell you people now. Because there's definitely like a female attitude, and you can hear him being like, oh. mm. Yeah, this song's uh, not enjoyable to me. Well, you've got to be free. 
I don't have to like this song, so. And, I mean, I don't know what the story is, but I can tell I don't like it. <laughs> Look, you're in a teenage jail, man. Until you're 18, blondie. I don't like this part either. Ended is this that Cherry doing three. this or Sherry? I have fucking no idea. It could be. I'm going to say that's Sherry because she went, Joan, I'm getting tired. Cherie? They sound like kids there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they sound like kids. And sometimes parts of this album, I am like, I go, this is our niece age doing this. And I can hear that age. And that's part of it. We're like, dude, what are we going to do? My ankle. <laughs> doing skits? They're doing a skit. And they're not actresses. Yeah, they are. They're just kids. Having a good time. They're acting like adults. Which apparently they enjoyed the excess of rock and roll. Which is fucking gross because they're 16, 17, 18. Just fucking a bunch of old, older guys. Yeah, and, and all I imagine is it's a bunch of older guys like, yeah, get him some beer. <laughs> this is fucking gross. But I don't know when you were... When's the switch over to being 21 to buy beer? Maybe... Mm. They weren't too far off from being able to buy beer. Military man. Military woman. My mistake. Yes, how dare you? And there you go. That's the end of the Runaways album, which is a lame-ass end in my opinion. Lame-ass end. Mm-hmm. All right. Were you looking up this age thing? Uh, I'm going to see if and when it made that adjustment. Uh, um, <laughs> uh, there was an amendment to the 26th. Oh, no, it was what? the 26th amendment was enacted is what it was. I didn't know if there was an adjustment made to the amendment. Um, but there were, it was state-based at one point so in like 1969 there were states where you could drink at 18 okay all the way up to 21 okay but when did it become 21 like america everywhere that's what i'm trying to figure out right now jesus i Uh, thought i thought you were going to stop there i think 1984 is when the national minimum drinking age was enacted so yeah these girls aren't too far off from drinking age in 1976 yeah, so 1984 is when it was changed to 21. Do you think it's ever going to change to a higher number from 21? Since they've already changed like vaping and cigarettes and stuff to 21? No. You don't think so? I think 21 should be fine. You've been an adult for three years. When are they gonna, what if they change the number when you're an adult? I could see that happening too when they're like... Pfft. Turns out you're not an adult till you're 20 fucking seven years old. <laughs> you know, I'm like, yeah, you're right. 
Well, I don't know, but we are at the part of the podcast where it's time for us to go over some uh, questions. Sam, you ready there? Get up ready? and guitar. All right, let's go. It's hard for me to play this thing. It's hard for me to keep time. I can't do it. No, 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 but I try. It's time to ask some questions. It's time to make some friends. It's time to hang out with my buddies. And sing a song like, hey, do you want to ask some questions? It just stopped on the ground. Beautiful. Terrible. Um, Sam, why did you choose this album? Because I needed something. Yeah, but you stopped on this. You could have given me different things. Like what? What? What brought the Runaways to your brain? I don't remember where I saw it, but I know my brain went like this. Oh, that'll be good. It's not death metal because I'm running out of albums that aren't death metal. Runaways. That's it. That's literally what happened. All right. What do you think? I thought when you gave it to me. Uh, I don't remember if I if I thought you knew. Before you reacted when I gave it to you. I don't think I really reacted when well, you gave it to Well, I didn't even know you were going to know Cherry Bomb. So I was like, oh, wow. So I I knew that was probably going to be all you knew, if you knew even that. But, but, but you didn't know what I would think about the album? No, because I didn't know what it was going to be. So it was hard for me to gauge what you'll think about it if I have no idea what it's going to sound like. Well, my judgment prior to listening to it is that even though I didn't know what it was going to be like, I thought it might be easy because it. I expected it to just kind of be rock and roll. Yeah. Uh, do you know how many times you listened to it? Uh, with your assistance, I have listened to it four times. Okay. I only got three, but my first two listens were with you. Yeah. Um. Least favorite song. I, I I assume it's Dead Injustice. Yeah, it's absolutely Dead Injustice. Mostly because it just sucks. <laughs> oh, God. It's playing Season of the Witch by Donovan for some fucking reason. I notice. What the hell? Anyway, here we go. The, not this part. I'm upset that this is the beginning. Yeah, because this... Because this is good. I this like this. This is fine. This is what makes it the worst it's, song for me. It's the militant sound. Militarized. I doesn't even have to be the militant sound for me. You're right. Well, that's not but, why, but it, it but has that sound. Yeah, it does have that sound. It's just, I don't give a fuck about this. Tell me a story like that. It just seems old-fashioned. I don't know. Is that yours? Did you agree with me? Yeah. That's what I was going to There are high points and low points throughout the whole album, but I think that the, the spoken word stuff and that song rubbed me the wrong way the most. Absolutely. Uh, but I also thought it was two different songs because I wasn't staring at my phone <laughs> what the fuck? when I heard it I, any of the times. Um, most favorite song for you, I'm guessing Cherry Bomb because I think it's the easiest. For me? Oh, Michelle, absolutely. 
It's the one with the best attitude on it. It's what I wish the rest of the album was more like, if not even a little bit more rock and roll-y. Uh, not rock and roll. A little bit heavier, I guess I should say. A little bit more angry. But hey, This does have a lot of, of attitude in it. Have. Yeah, it does. Yeah. She's like yelling at you. You're a wild girl. I mean, it's what I was going to guess for you, too, by the way. It is. Yay! There we go. Boom. And this song was so good that they had another song on the album that sounded <laughs> just like, like it. it. All right. So you were 37 when you first started listening to this. <laughs> Absolutely. How did you feel about this on the first listen? Lackluster. Like I was... I think I was hoping for more. Wasn't maybe not expecting more, but hoping for more. That makes sense. I think I kind of feel the same or felt the same way. Like I thought it would be, there'd be something that maybe grabbed me, but nothing did. Yeah. So I understand that. Um, would you recommend this today? Nope. I would not recommend this album to anyone. I've got many, many, many more albums to recommend to people before I'll ever recommend this thing. I wouldn't listen to it again. I wouldn't be mad if someone put it on, but I w- it would definitely just fade into the background and not really stand out as anything because there's nothing much on it that stands out for me. So. Agreed. I Usually, this podcast is something like we give each other something we will listen to again, you know, because it's something we like. Not always. So we don't ever get to really answer that question. I also will not be listening to this again. <laughs> Um, rating this zero out of ten all over the rock and roll cats. I am going to give this a three. Interesting. I was going to also give it a three. Uh, <laughs> and yeah. Cherry Bomb gives it two points. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, maybe if you when you say it like that, I I would probably give it four. Cherry Bomb to the rest of the album too. Okay, I'm gonna write. I'm gonna rise up to you as well. Okay, that when you when you actually put it into perspective, because it's kind of hard to sometimes uh, to rate and come up with a number. It is, especially when other times you've given albums that really really suck around the same number as like two. It's what your perspective is at this time, like what kind of album it is. And and yeah. a part of what you expected as well. Like yeah. I, I felt kind of disappointed. Like not that I expected much, but I guess I just kind of maybe expected a little more. Um describe this album in one word. I already said it, but I'm gonna say it again. Lackluster. That's a good one. I'm going to say it is Doll. Doll. I like that because I was trying to think of another word besides lackluster, and I was going to say round, but I was like, round's not the word I'm looking for, but dull. It's just not exciting. There's nothing that really grabbed my interest, nothing that sticks. There have been things that you've given me where a song or two gets added to my rotation. Uh, This absolutely is not going to happen, even though I think Cherry Bomb is fine. I don't like it enough to add it to a playlist personally yeah i get it um 
and then now we're done with questions and thank dun, goodness because dun. we're done with the album and questions and uh next we are going to have a first time guest first timer coming to the studio another sam family member but this guy <laughs> married and he married sam's cousin he is the stepfather of gus bus who was here previously doing the weezer album we are going to have dale Mastin on here dale 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 and we will be reviewing the debut on i don't i can't say debut because i don't know that but the self-titled I, I think it is album boston by boston boston we're in 1976 for another week everyone oh, really? yes 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 oh yeah you looked ahead i did a little, a little bit. bit of research already all right more than a feeling well i know that I think that's the only thing I know about that going into this. A little preview into the next episode. I, I, don't, I don't think I know anything else by Boston. At least uh, off the top of my head. I think you do. You're going to find out. You're going you're gonna to be like, oh, I know this song and this song and this song. I think you're I'm just, just talking that. shit. <laughs> God. All right, you ready to leave? I'm ready to get out of here. You guys, everyone have a good day. Yeah, short, short episode, but... I'm telling you, Michelle and I are completely fine with it. We got shit to do and sleep to have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's Monday. It's Monday, Monday, Monday. Monday, Monday. Thanks for listening, Mondays everybody. Suck. Until Bye. next week, you have yourself a fancy little time. Have yourself a fancy fucking good time. Hey, you listen to the only decent song. <laughs> That's your opinion. But that's what you do here. Yeah. All right. Bye, everybody. We're gone. Share, share, share. Bye. I love you. Hold me. No. I wasn't talking to you. I know. That's why I made sure you knew no. Let's go. <laughs>